Hello, welcome to uh, episode 9, Chemical Balance Podcast. I am Boomer again. Usual suspects and OGs. Haverty, say hello if you're not taking a shot. Yes, sir. That a boy. <laughs> Christ. Uh, twos. I'm here, ready to go. Our uh, producer behind the scenes and Jay Stu, Mr. Bridge. Hello, hello. Is anyone else on here yet? Is Lopes on here yet or Costa or anyone? No. No? We'll okay, be able to so. see when they pop in. Uh, All right. So we were supposed to have, uh, we were supposed to have Gary on tonight. We were going to have Pat on here tonight. Um, this is, uh, week nine of now. So Pat's batting a hundred for, for not showing. Um, that's good. I hope he, hope he plays that well this year. That's going to be the first thing we talked about too. Yeah, he is batting a thousand. He's, uh, he's still a ringer with, with not coming on here. He's making me look good with these not, no shows. So keep it up, Pat. Uh, Gary was supposed to come on. He's got a family thing he's dealing with. So we're actually, I'm actually not going to completely shit on him. Um, Habs probably will though after another shot. But uh, <laughs> he, he's got an excused absence for not being here. So uh, next week's guest will be Scott Thomas. Um, for that, as my phone is beeping because I've just tried. You guys listening about eight different emergency people to get on here. But uh, in the mix of that, we had a topic of discussion that we're going to start with because I know Habs has a hot take here about to come. Um, we were talking about two. We had asked me if uh, I was going to play UFs this year, and the answer to that is yes. Uh, our team is myself, Pat Leahy, Donswall, Gary, and this kid, Zach. Now, I don't know who this kid, Zach, is. Uh, Gary described him to me as his pitching style is like Josh Pagano, which apparently which made Habs fall off the deep end a few minutes ago when we were uh, talking about this. So, Habs, tell me about this Zach kid. Tell me who this kid is. Um, and, I think, and go. And, that, I think, and, you can, and you can blast the shit out of all of us because besides me, no one else is here. So, we, we what do should, you think of the team? Do we have any shot? No, you guys have no shot. Thank you. And we should start off by putting Gary in jail. <laughs> okay. Or a take as awful as saying that kid is like Pagano. Pagano. What's he? That's what's he like? Then tell me what he's like. I've never seen him. They tell me he's going to be nasty. So that's what. I, that's all I can imagine. Do. Like you have the same trash barrel your whole life, and then you finally get a new one. That's basically what you guys just did with adding him instead of Nico. Is Nico better? No, they're both trash. <laughs> Dude, Nico okay. is not trash. Yeah, but compared to this Pagano, like you gotta say he's trash. Compared to the Pagano, like you can't let Gary just get away with a comment like that. Can you give me a player like if all right, you know Gary always speaks. So I mean, Jesus Christ, you've been us promised us a what a hot take for nine episodes now. Boomer, the problem is they're actually pretty good. They're actually not bad, but Gary just is setting them up for the worst type of failure I've ever seen by comparing them to Pagano. Jeff Lopez. Poor say kid's like he was talking old. about his pitching. Like, what Pagano yeah, pitches like, like now is what he pitches like. Hammers the zone, throws pretty hard. Like, is that not accurate? I, I don't know. No. This is what he's telling me. Right, um, I, have, I have two questions. Number one... Where is this kid from? And like, does he have a last name? Like, how would anyone know? I have his. I, have no I know his last name. It's Zach. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce Bridget. Do you know how to pronounce the last name? 
Is Bridgio on here? He's muted right now. He's muted. Can he hear us? He can hear you. He's probably just muted, and or maybe he can't. I don't know. He maybe might be he trying off to get Coster in here. Oh, I okay. See well, I see Jeff just popped on, but he's yeah, muted too. So, well, well, Jeff, do you know Zach's last name? From ECW. It's from the Risers, yeah. From ECW. Cifarelli. Yeah, Cifarelli, and he's actually like pretty good, but he's only twenty years old, I think, or maybe barely just turned twenty-one. And yeah, Gary, he's a little older than me. Gary. Compared him pitching wise to Pagano. Is he better than Nico? They're he doesn't probably, throw as hard as Nico. Yeah, Nico probably has a little bit more like dog in him. Zach definitely has more movement. I'd say he also has more pitches. Okay. Does he throw a lot of strikes? Yeah. Okay. For the most part. In ECW, at least, but like. Comparing him to Bogano is like yeah, comparing, I don't really go that far, comparing Dougie to Tui. Well, I feel like you can't <laughs> say that if you're saying that Nico throws harder. I know, like velocity isn't anything, but there isn't everything. Yeah, but he doesn't throw it harder, like that much harder. Where it'd be like Zach still throws pretty hard. Okay, they both throw low eighties. Okay, and my second question is. What happened to Noter? Is this not the Wiffleholics team? No, it's, it's uh, the team name is going to be uh, Top Gun. If you remember our Top Gun team from 2007, yeah, yeah. which you probably don't. But uh, yeah, Don's Ball wanted to bring that back. I think it had something to do with that fact that he loved the second movie that came out at the end of last year. <laughs> well, last year. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be Top Gun. And then again, Lopes, you just got here. This is the team name. I'm dropping the team name. Totally not supposed to be doing this, but don't give a shit because Gary and Pat and all of them ditched us tonight. So fuck them. Um, but myself, Pat Leahy, Donswell, Gary, and this kid, Zach. That's why we're having this conversation, whoops, because we needed something to talk about, and, and Habs was taking shots and wanted to rip Zach or zip <laughs> the comparison, so we started there. So I actually like I wonder, that. Um, so maybe Nico's going to stick with Noter for Wivaholics, and they'll put together a, a different type of roster? I guess so. Yeah. I, I, I think part of the reason is I think I think they were uh, I think they were somewhat like scared to tell Noter. Which I think I, I don't think he knows yet, so now he does. <laughs> I know probably let him know before we hear. No, him. Get him no, on the no. show. Bring I, him on too. I'll tell him live too. We'll get him I was talking show. to Noter. I was talking to Noter. He said he wanted to do his own thing. He didn't want to do like the six hundred three Wolfaholics thing anymore. He wanted to okay, just do good. his own thing. Okay, then that's good. Then I'm sure so they know that. Was, too. Now I feel better. It was definitely mutual. It was definitely Wait, mutual. So are we not okay. sister teams anymore? Nah, like we nah, are. Your, we, we are your umbrella B team. So we're not attached to Wolfaholics anymore. You're not attached to Wolfaholics. You're attached to our Top Gun team because Leahy is part of getting him on. Is he wants to know if he plays unbelievable and he somehow earn a way up to play with you guys? So no. he's coming for that. He needs to okay. show up to a podcast first. <laughs> well, that's true too. He can't even show up to a podcast. Never mind. But that's his goal. Just so you guys know, his goal is to play his way up to you guys and hope that one of you guys falter. Well, who the fuck are we gonna and- cut? I, Costa, obviously, obviously, Costa. No way, we're cutting Costa. No chance. We have to. I'm just come saying. On. Costa was certified buster. Maybe someone gets hurt. Who the hell knows? But that's his goal. Hopefully not. Damn, this is kind of a. This is a big drop. I had no idea this was happening. For for all of you who think there's 
we all know everything that's happening behind the scenes with the 603 thing. I had no idea any of this was happening. I could have. We don't even know. We don't even know Gary's announcement. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I do. Gary doesn't even know the announcement. That's the that's the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, um, Lopes is here with us. Uh, Lopes, just introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. We do this for everyone that comes on here. Um, let's pretend that like someone listening doesn't know who you are, and uh, give us a quick rundown: who you play for, what you do, all that good stuff. Uh, so yeah, I'm Jeff Lopes. I have been playing wiffle ball since I was like, I don't know, like nine, ten, twelve. Playing with Bridge forever. Playing for so the Raiders and Yard. Played with Colin on Black Widows and Bridge. Played 603 on in Yard now. Played Fast Pitch with Bridge for a while. And now 603. The last two or three years. And mostly just been running mass region with people. Partly running ECW. Just running the brackets and everything. And now working with Gary and them. That's about it. Do you have anything you want to drop about this thing that you can drop? Since Gary can't drop anything to us and doesn't even come on? I don't think no. I can. Lopes is um, definitely not allowed to say anything. Yeah, I know he's not allowed. I know he's not allowed to. I'm going to try. I've definitely <laughs> been told not to say anything, but yeah, yeah. I do know stuff. I know, I know you're told not to tell, but I'm still going to try to get you to say something. Why not? <laughs> uh, do you know anything about this Atkid? Is he good as our fifth? Or? Have said uh, that we're all trash solid. and we're going to suck. Obviously... So. <laughs> I mean, I think for you guys, it's all going to depend what you get on a pat and all that. But I think Zach's a solid, like, two to three arm. I don't think he has, like... No, obviously, he's just not there yet to the well, point where, like... I don't think you need any. What's his ceiling, though? Like, what's his ceiling? Right now? Oh, potentially? Like, could he be an probably, ace? Like, probably, like, point? a low-end... Probably, like, a low-end ace. I just don't, like you don't just like gain 15 miles an hour velocity overnight. Right. So like I mean he's probably sitting high 70s low 80s if I had to guess. High so, 70s. I mean I mean dude I can throw high 70s. You better be high. Oh my god. Than I don't know about that. <laughs> you guys are fucked. No, it's like high 70s low 80s, probably low 80s. But, like, obviously no one goes from throwing that to throwing, like, mid-90s. And at this point in, like, wiffle ball and everything, if you're not throwing that hard, you better have, like, a very deep arsenal of pitches. And I don't... He obviously doesn't have that yet. I think he has, like, two pitches. But he's definitely pretty good. He held us at 9 in the morning to, like, two runs when we played him in the playoffs. I think that was the only time we played him all year. Well, you also said he's only, like, 20, right? So he's still got... I think he's a little older than I am. Like, I think he's like 21, 22. What if we get him on, uh, like, the Jimmy Flynn plan? Will that, like, help get us some miles on his... <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy Flynn plan. <laughs> no. I, mean, I, I asked Jimmy to come on the podcast. Hold up. <laughs> That's good timing. As I asked. Why don't you ask his <laughs> current teammate to ask him, not your bum ass? <laughs> Damn, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Oh. All right, Boomer. How did this come about? The Zach kid. Is this uh, Gary's doing? Yeah, I had no, I had no real no say in this. Um, they obviously called me in and said, "This is what we're doing. The four of us. We're going to get a fifth. 
Um, and we couldn't say anything for a minute. This was, this is, this happened like months ago, like two months ago. This is a while ago that this happened. And then he called me all the, you know, everything that he's, the whole umbrella thing. And then he said he wanted a fifth. You know, we're going to get a fifth. And he, he mentioned the, I heard the Nico name and then they were just gung ho on the Zach kid and, uh, thought his potential, obviously, as I said, they was through the roof. Um, they mentioned at one point bringing back Hickey too. Um, and they had a, I don't know. That was, that's, those are the names. Yeah, they got to bring back Hickey. I so I kind of vetoed that. I said, dude, let's not. We're not doing that. We tried that a couple of years ago. Uh, let's just, yeah. you know, try it. When, if you got two kids that are twenty that can throw pretty good, get you know. Um, Even if it's just know. to get through, the, you know, first couple games of the day, like save Don's balls, save Leahy, save you. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could hit the game early games in the day. If it's not, arm, if it's or... not a rock star team, I could probably beat most of the teams with the lineup behind me. So that's shouldn't be a big deal. But well, that that's what I mean. That should be a good hitting team. So yeah, even if it. But I mean, I looked at it too. If the Zach kid can pitch pretty good, and you take advantage of that DH rule, and he's pitching, and I DH for him, or Gary DHs for him, mm-hmm. um, like, and then we're batting four with him pitching. He keeps teams to two runs. I'm like, if we can't get to three, I don't care who's pitching. Like, then that's on us. So. Well, that's essentially what the Wiffleholics did this past year is they rode Nico, and I'm pretty sure he didn't hit most games. And unfortunately, it came to like 6.03 and Wiffleholics facing off with each other. But I mean, right. that plan seemed to work out pretty nicely. My bad. <laughs> but uh, no, I'd say with Zach, he's obviously really young and he hasn't played with anybody other than his friends, except for like maybe one game, one event with halves. But I think with playing, Perhaps, with you, you what did you do to him? Did you do anything to him when you played with him? Yeah, half stole his UCL, so I can pitch. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm a good kid. <laughs> Anyone else coming on here now? Before we, I don't I mean I don't even know what's next. We're going to talk about. You guys were talking about someone going from West to MAW or something? Julie or someone? Yeah, well, MAW announced, or I'm not sure when they announced it, but their opening day tournament is on April 22nd in New York, PA, as always. And uh, we saw that the Las Vegas Whifflers are going, That correct? Yeah. So we're just... What is that roster for people that don't know? Like myself? I mean, I don't know other than Bonet and Steve Bridge. Do you know any more than that? I mean, after they kind of went to Black Dog, they just split up, and I think they stopped playing. At least, yep. Um, Bonet's dad did. I don't know who else would be on the team, but... If I had to guess, the other truffles would probably be there. Are they back as the Las Vegas Whifflers in every, like, UF too? Or are they still staying with Maddie and those guys for some of it? Well, that's what we were kind of speculating about. We are curious if maybe they're traveling to this as a means to get qualified as the Las Vegas Whifflers. And that's what I was thinking. May- right? Maybe that means they're not on Black Dog anymore, but, I mean, obviously, we don't know. This is all speculation, so right. something interesting to kind of mull over. Hmm. Interesting. But, I mean, that it's tough because, obviously, Black Dog hasn't done as well as they've hoped to or people have expected them to in the last 
two years, including themselves. I know Maddie and DNAP were pissed after last year. But at the same time, like, Bonet was lights out. Dude gave up one homer, and you lose one nothing or whatever it was. Like, and it's not, it's why not was like Maddie, why were Maddie and DNAP pissed? Like, what were they, what was up their ass? I mean, I didn't talk to him. I just, by looking at him, you could, like, they oh, yeah. expect, they expect to make Sunday in at least make Sunday, so. And then if there's someone else to blame, you know they're going to jump on that. I don't think that's necessarily true. I, mean, I okay. don't think they were, I don't think they were blaming anyone else, because, like, as a team, they just didn't hit between, and obviously that's three of their four, Matty, Dinap, and Jay, who are all very tight. Like, Jordan pitched. If it's not Bonet's fault, then why wouldn't they just run it back then? Well, that's why that we're could, speculating. That could be, like, that could be like a Vegas guys thing, like they, because obviously forever they always just played as Vegas, like just as Vegas them, which is why it was such a surprise that Jordan and Steve like decided to play with Black Dog. Right. Maybe and I think we talked to Jay a little bit on Sunday morning, and he basically said they had like bases loaded first and second, and they just like couldn't push runs across. So, I mean, you never know, but I feel like. They wouldn't have looked at Jordan and said, you're the reason we lost, like we're going to split up. I think it it might be closer to, I forget if it was Lopes that said it, maybe the Las Vegas guys want to go back to doing their own thing. Was there any like, ter- I mean, I was, obviously wasn't there. Was there, Were they fighting? Was there turmoil? Was it just... No. no. There was no turmoil. They seemed to mess I pretty also, well from what I saw. Yeah, I'd also like... I would think that I don't think Maddie would necessarily cut them unless he knew he had a replacement. Because nowadays, I feel like every like good strong arm now is just on a team. Like I can't think of like a free agent that is looking for a team that's a really good pitcher or a really good hitter. I feel like every like really good player for the most part is just like on a team. Bro, all 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 of these young dudes are free agents. Even even if they're on a team right now, they're free agents. They're all free agents until the next best offer comes out. Trust me. And that's a pretty attractive offer for anyone to get. So, what is their roster right now? What's Maddie and Dnap's roster right now? Maddie, Dnap, and Jay. And that's that's what probably the most pleasing roster any young kid could look for. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, especially you could just come in and, and they just play with four, right? You could come in and you're immediately contending for a title with those three. And, and you're probably the ace. And exactly. before they had Stephen Bonet two years ago, like they weren't even concerned. They were just like, ah, oh, something will turn up. Like The right guy or guys will, will just come across. And that's basically what happened. Those guys just kind of fell into their lap and it worked pretty nicely. Yeah, that's not bad at all. But I guess there is something to say if after two years, is that enough time that you didn't go as far as you did without them? Maybe that's a reason to move on. It's hard to say. If you are Maddie and DNAP, who do you go after? Like, who's like the first people that you're asking to join this team? Whitener. I think that ship has sailed. I was going to say, wasn't that an issue like two years ago or three years ago, whenever it was? Yeah, uh, for Fast Plastic. That was, I think it was the last year of Fast Plastic. Hmm. 
I, I think it was basically because Whitener wanted to hit and they wanted to bat three. And I think that kind of became an issue, but I don't know much more than that. Has Whitener improved as a hitter? Yeah, but Black Dog's going to be good regardless of who they pick up. Like, but you also can't more... bat three anymore, so that's also something yeah. to think about. Black Dog is like as long as DNAP and Maddie and Jay are together, they're always going to be contenders, and I think like everyone can agree with that. I agree. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So like, I don't think they're really like no disrespect to the Las Vegas guys because they're both nasty. Obviously, we played them and lost to them. They're both nasty, but like as long as that three stays together, someone's going to come, and then it doesn't matter who comes, they're going to be contending for the championship. So I don't think they're stressing out that much. And who knows, maybe they want someone that's closer geographically yeah. to maybe play some ECW, get some reps in as a team. Exactly. DNAP could still be an ace too. Oh, yeah. So like there is, they're not like looking for like a, a specific thing. They're kind of just looking for more of the right fit for them. Yeah. And maybe two dudes that live in Las Vegas that are only playing with them once a year is not the move. Probably isn't. I mean, that's exactly. pretty tough. Exactly. So, I'm not saying they were looking for someone to blame, but when I meant, like, I think they were low-key looking for a way out of this. Like, I think they would rather play with people closer to them that mesh better, etc., etc. And that's not insulting to them. Like, you, I mean, people don't all get along. You know, I don't think that's... It's not even that they didn't get along. It's just like, you guys live in Las Vegas. We live in Boston. The only time we're going to play together realistically is in is at Nationals. And it's like, especially with the qualification rules, like, is it really worth it to go through that much of a hassle? I know, I know that was a huge factor in me joining 603. I was like, I don't really want to play with people that aren't from around me that I have to drive seven hours to qualify with and then not even know if it's going to work out. Right. You know what I mean? I'd rather play with Lopes and Bridgio that I already have been playing with since I've been young and they've been even younger and now it works out. So the Black Dogs probably got the same mentality. Like, you know what? I'll just roll with someone close to the East Coast probably. I also have no idea. They could pull a wild card. You never know with them. Yeah, you really don't. And, I mean, Maddie wants this like more than anything. I mean, DNF's yeah. already got one, and I he need, he needs it more than anything. Yeah, I because Maddie's a think care about it. Yeah, Maddie's more a yard more than anything. Exactly. It's just so hard to get there, man. It really is. If you could pick one person, even if they're on a team now, to go be on that, to go join them, what would be their perfect fit? To join Black Dog, like a. Yeah. Someone from another team to join Black Dog? Yeah. Let's, let's add a fourth. A fourth let's, let's trade someone to their team. Jo- I mean, team. Jordan. Jordan would fit perfectly. He'd carry the brunt of the games for them and can hit. And then, like, they could just put DNAP in and take him to the promised land with DNAP, Jordan, and Jay, and whoever. Jordan meshes with Maddie really well, too. Yeah, and they already have played together. They're, they're like, I'd probably say that's the best fit. Or like the Miguel Rass, like any of those top players, you could, it goes back to what I was saying. Like those three, any single person could jump in with them and they're going to be a contender. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and shit, I mean, obviously the Canes are probably going to run it back, but get Longeroo and get Coop. <laughs> and they the whisper. Yeah, I, I agree with you. 
I don't think, honestly, like, I don't think Coop cannot play with Landro anymore. Like, that dude just, like, for some reason, like, it just He's makes so much. Whisperer. Yeah, like, I've never seen anything like it. I do think the weather definitely played a role the last couple of years. Yeah. It seems to be a bit of a correlation with how Coop pitches, how I mean, the fields are. It was not dry and it was not warm when he was throwing Saturday night. I don't know. I pitched Saturday night, and I'm a bitch, and it was completely fine. Yeah, but Coop was pitching two hours later. That was the uh, yeah. It, it was. I mean, me still, like, I, I was, was hanging around at the warm. field. It was fine. It was fine, but it was definitely not warm. But Jeff, it wasn't like Sunday morning. Yeah, like no, exactly. That oh, was yeah, no. miserable. That yeah, was like no one wanted to be on the field. Yeah. Like, and trust me, like. I, I'm the first to complain. It was fine. It was fine. In the year before, with the Royals, he couldn't throw strikes. And then with the years in Texas before that, he was lights out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I mean, it's not like a definite he can't pitch in bad weather, but... Coop in Texas was, like, the best pitcher at the tournament, and, like, it wasn't even close. Right. So, the combination of good weather and Bob... That's the key. Bob and good That's weather, funny. Coop on the same team is. Psh, I don't want to play them. <laughs> so look, uh, give us your. Uh, we, we've done this with everyone else that comes on. Give us your top. Uh, you can do your top three, top five players. Um, all time. Yeah, you can do all time, and you can do into you do top five all time, and then do top three in the game today. Mm, I know five you all time. That's, that's a lot of people. Um, I know. Top five all time, well, in no particular order. Like Norris. Has yeah, to yeah. Be you don't there, have to go in order. Honestly. You don't have to go in order. Yeah, Norris has to be there. I'd just say because I value like longevity, like being good over a long period of time. Like for me, over like Trump's being great for like two years. So like I'd put someone like Dnap who's been good forever. Pagano, Pagano, who's good, been good forever. Um. After that, I can't think of anybody. Um, whatever. Top three right now. You're 16. Do your top five right now. <laughs> 20. Um, top five right now. Hmm. I can I can see an argument for like DNAP, but obviously you have to have like Miguel Rath, Stant. They're probably the best pitcher and hitter right now. Um, I'd make an argument for like. If it was just like pure pitching, Styles just throws a hundred miles an hour. Um, other than that, I can't think of like anybody. I'm blanking on everything. Too much pressure. Pretty much, yeah. Actually, can we talk about that for a second? What happened with with Bank last year? How did they lose? Did they just try to go too long with Whitener? And by the time Styles came in, they were losing. What happened with that game? They, <laughs> they the lost meets, the right? meets. Yeah. Um, I honestly have no idea. I, the meets just straight up won that game. It was just like, yeah, yeah. It was just like they were riding Whitener. Started with Whitener. The well, meets. He pitched like four games. Yeah, he yeah. yeah, a lot. Yeah. Well, I think Dude, they White, wanted Whitener's to get a Sunday. dog. Whitener gets so much disrespect; it makes no sense to me. 
Bro, nobody's disrespecting Whitener. I'm just saying four games is a ton. Like, I mean, Connor was on here disrespecting the shit out of Whitener last week. Run it back. I actually don't remember what he said about Whitener. Connor was disrespecting the shit out of Whitener just last week. I don't know if he was disrespecting him, but more of just saying that he didn't. Yo, Lopes, don't ever correct me like that. <laughs> nah, you are right, though. I don't know if he was disrespecting him like that, but people do definitely disrespect Whitener, and it's like, he really hasn't done anything wrong except for, like Boomer said in one of the earlier podcasts, like, if his arm hurts, he's the first person to come out. Which, yes, that makes him kind of a bitch, no offense, Whitener, but like, also, like, I, I respect him for doing that. Yeah, that makes him he's smart. protecting himself. I, yeah, I wasn't giving him shit for that either. He cares about his longevity. Like, yes, he's a bitch. We know that. But he cares about his longevity. Like, he wants to be able to play whiffs when he's 40. Some of us right. don't care if by the time we're 30, we're only hitters. Pick your mindset. I'm not saying if it's he right stayed out there in a couple of those games where he felt his elbow starting to go and he tried to pitch through it, he would not have his elbow. He would not He'd be, be in the 99. same position I was. He's yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, Habs, what is your purpose what, right now? Because you're calling him a bitch, and at the same time, you're saying he's smart. I think he's a bitch. Jesus Christ! Here we go. You, my dog, though, through. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Lopes, we bought you at least a couple minutes. You had to have come up with something else in that time. Oh, I was not thinking about it. Give me a minute. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, you might be worse than Habs on here. Yo, Tui, right now, give me your top five right now in the game. Well, I mean, that's not really fair because we've already kind of done this. Alright, let me rechange the question. Give me your top five no pitching at all, just top five hitters right now. Hitters? No no pitching at all. Just straight up top five hitters. Stant, DNAP, Norris, Ty. See? Honestly, I wanna say Jay. He's just so reliable. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy top five, yeah. But there are so many guys that could fit into that top five. All right, Boomer. Boomer, same question. Go right now. And then when you're done, Lopes is going to be ready. Jesus. Um, wait, is, wait can Bridge hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, yo. Top, uh, Boomer, give me your top five. Then Bridge is going to give me your top five. And then when he's, he's done, Lopes, you better be ready. Working on it. Um, Nor- Norris. Only hitting. Only hitting. Yep. Yep. I got gotcha. you. Norris, Habs, Stant. It's going to be the same four, just I'm not going to say Jay, because I don't think Jay's in the top four. I'm just trying to think of a fifth that's better than him. Um, Norris, Stanton, D-Nap, Ty. I mean, fucking Jordan. Should that's kind of crazy to not I'm, put Jordan yeah, I'm in gonna say Jordan. Five. No, no, Jordan. Yeah. I was going to say Jordan. I was just trying to think if there's... You know, I'm going to say Jordan just because of two, 2020. I watched him do the home run derby and hit like 30 home runs in 30 seconds. Yeah, that don't mean shit, though. That's so I stupid. I don't give a shit, dude. I don't <laughs> that's, care. That's, that's fucking, the stupidest that's, contest I've ever seen. That doesn't mean anything. great. That was fucking talented what he fucking did. I don't get How about the fact that he had, his home runoff Bonet was way more talented than all the home runs he hit in that. Probably was. All right, probably was, but on, the dude hit 30 on. home runs in 30 seconds. Like, I've never on. seen that trip before. Last year, the home run derby, I swear to God... Uh, food man miscounted Jordan's home runs and Tim should have won. I swear. 
It doesn't even matter. The home run derby is so stupid in my opinion. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I have a horrible opinion though, but you're right. I think Jordan for sure in the top five. Wait, wait, two. You didn't have him in your top five, right? Well, that's why I was just saying. I honestly didn't even think of him right away. But yeah, he should definitely be in the top five. Who are you taking out though? Uh, probably Jay, I guess. But I don't. Jay, Jay has always raked me since I was a little kid. So maybe I'm just biased because yeah. of that. All right, Bridgio, give me your top five hitters right now. Go. All right, I got Stant, Jordan, of course, Dnap. I was thinking about Ryan Wood because I mean every time I see him hit, it's, he's always hitting something hard. Um, I don't hate that. That's a good one too. And I was going, I'm torn between Ty and Packer. I don't know. I mean, I haven't really seen much of them. Like, like yeah, yeah, Ty. Okay, Texas. Jeff, who you got? Honestly, I kind of agree with. I mean, the same four and. I think I just don't see how I think Jay should be in there personally just reliability matters and have like just he's been good for so long to where like and he, the fact that he's still good is amazing I would I would take Boomer's list and I would take Mio and put Jay in I think that's the top five I didn't say you yeah you did you definitely I didn't did. say you I said yeah, half? you definitely. Oh, that yeah. was a mistake. Said, yeah, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> no, that was a huge mistake. I was like, this motherfucker crazy. I am crazy, but I'm not that crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. No, I would take me way out of there. Not yet, at least. I put you but, in as a top five player, but not not hitter. No, not yet. But for sure, Jordan over me, and then Jay Dnap, Norris for sure, and then Stan. That's my top five. Yeah. Hitting. Hitting only. Because Stant can't pitch his way out of anything. He's horrible. <laughs> he can pitch again. I don't All know right, how well he's going to be. Jeff, either. now that gave you enough time. Give me your top five players right now. Go. Just top five hitters or top five just everything? No, you don't get hitters. to answer that question. <laughs> I just did. but Top um, five players. Right now, McGillarath, Stant. Um, I know he hasn't played that much, but Ryan Wood's still really good. But I don't think I'd put him in my top five right now. I'm not arguing um, that if you put him in there. Yeah, he's definitely really good. If and if he can hit more styles, but I wouldn't put him in top five right now. Yeah, Styles um, can. He's broken. Dnap probably is like five or six. Um. And then I can't not put, like, Dalby. Just, again, like, being able to pitch, like, five games at Dalby. a really high level matters to me. Like, if you can... I'd take someone who can throw five really good games or four really good games over someone who can give you one. We love but Dalby yeah, on this podcast. Yeah. And... I, I got Dude, a can question. Can you get him to come on some, some week? I know that's not what we're talking about now, but he'd be... I, yeah, player. I could try. I'd love to have him on. Yeah. yeah. Ask him. Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. No, no, no. I got a question for everyone. Starting with Boomer, Tui, Bridgio, everyone besides me. If you were going to pick someone to be your fifth player on the team, your aces, your top hitters are gone. 
your fifth player, that glue guy. We've already talked about this, but we have to have Jeff chime in on this. Who's that one player you're taking? Are we talking fast pitch or just in general? Lopes, don't ask that question. <laughs> so um, you go first. Okay. Glue guy? No, just like, not doesn't even have to be your glue just guy. Just like your fifth. Just like you already have your four main guys. Who's your fifth player? I mean, I, I don't know what constitutes someone to be a fifth, but... Okay, you already have your ace and you already have your best hitter. Who's that guy, next guy you're calling? So, uh, why two thinks I can say in my heyday going back, and this, I'll take this back 15 years because I don't know enough of the guys that are around to be fifths now, but like Eric Stevenson would have been a perfect fifth or yeah, just like a guy. About, that's why I was asking about Yarn. That was going to be my um, answer. Yeah, so that that to me is like what you're asking. That is the guy that you would want to uh, yeah, fill up your enough. roster. That's a great but, pick. Yeah, that's a great pick. All right, let let Tui think. Bridgio, go. <laughs> One of the names that kind of came to me was Johnny Costa. Wow. Guy who can pitch, like he's not an ace, but he can pitch. But that's like the definition of what I was trying to talk about too. That's a perfect pick, Bridgio. Yes, everyone loves Johnny. And he can I also play think we have. I also play. think we kind of have that guy in here in Chewy. Like you're, and I apologize, Chewy, if you're not, if you are a throw 100 and you're an ace, but I feel like you being the guy behind like uh, Habs or Lopes, whoever the ace is. Is kind of that guy on this team. See, I disagree. I think Tui's the ace over a lot of these guys that people think are aces. I think people need to reevaluate what an ace actually is. So who's the ace on this team? You got three of them right on here right now. Who's the ace? You I got think one game to win. One game to win the whole thing. Who's pitching Tui, out of you three? Tui for sh- for sure. Tui, who's pitching out of you three? I mean, my ego wants to say me. I think I think it has to be me or Habs. If but Habs I, is fresh, then that's. But I'm happy with either of those. But we're assuming that, like, are we? We're assuming like we're in the final eight. Like we have, like, what? Like it's so circumstantial because, like, if we're in a night game, then it's obviously it's got to be me because we got to get Tui there. But like, if you're saying one game, this is the rest of our tournament, then it yeah. has to. be. It has then that has to be Tui, because he's gonna throw you strikes. He he might throw it 115 miles per hour, and they might put their bat on it and hit a home run by accident because they don't know what they're doing. That might just happen because he throws so hard. But like he's never gonna let you down more than two or three runs max, and you're always gonna be in the game. That's what an ace is, in my opinion, nowadays. Lopes, who's who are you pitching out of you, Cavs and Tui? One game. To win your season, save your season, whatever. Well, uh, it obviously probably depends on matchup. Yeah, that's a different question, but that's a different question. Just one game. You got a your life's on the line. Who's pitching? Probably Tui. Because yeah. just if, if, the ju- if the Jugs had their life on the line, who are they pitching? Ryan. 
If the Whiff Inc. had their life on their line, who are they pitching? Styles. It kind of seems like a dumb question, right? So, like, I'm asking, like, who is your ace? Not, like, you have one game to win. Like, who's your ace? That's the question I'm trying to ask. Wouldn't your ace be the guy that's going to win? Isn't that one and the same? No. That's what people think. People think, like, that one guy that you think, some, that's not your ace. That's the guy that's going to get you to your ace. It sounds crazy, but trust me, it actually makes sense. And I was trying to say, I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I partly disagree in the sense where I feel like ace has can have a different meaning because different aces can do different things. Like someone like Stott, like you name Styles and Ryan McGarrett, they can be that, that guy that can both get you there and then also pitch the next day and win it for you. Like but those they, two, like no, they can't. They like haven't done that. Ryan pitched on Saturday night this year, and then pitched all three games on Sunday. Well, Ryan maybe, but like you can't say that like Jordan was that guy. I'm just like, saying the two people you named. All right, maybe, maybe, maybe that. So I guess I'm wrong in that sense. But I'm saying like the person who gets you there is never going to be the person who continues to win you. You need someone else. You need someone different. And it's been proven. It's been proven. Like, Ryan Wood beat us in the final eight the first year of UFs. He was clearly their guy to win that game. He beat us, and then they turned the ball over to Evanish. You think Evanish is their best fucking picture? Come on. That depended, again, depended on situation. I think today's day and age, you kind of have to have two guys. Yeah. Gone are the days where Hickey's throwing 40 innings or whatever he threw in, like, what was it, 07 when you guys won. Like, that's just not really a thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah, With the exception of maybe old reliables. You need multiple. O'Shea, if you guys remember Ryan O'Shea, he threw 41 innings in 2008. And, yeah, uh, when they lost the six oh three, he threw forty one innings in that one. His elbow I'm... at the bar that night was literally sticking sidewards, like it was the ugliest, grossest thing that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Damn, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yep, it was crazy. Yeah, forty one innings he threw over that course of the two days in that tournament. Yeah, yeah but th- didn't they? On- they only had three dudes on their team. It was Maddie, Troy, and O'Shea. Yeah, yep, I think so. Or that year, didn't they have Wolfman? Didn't they have someone else? I feel like there was no, someone else on that team. No, I think it was. I think no, it was just three. Those three. In 08, it was literally just three. I think it was just yeah. those three. I think Maddie pitched them as far as he could, and then O'Shea took the ball and didn't turn back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he pitched eight games, so I mean, Maddie didn't have to throw too many. Yeah. That's crazy. But I appreciate the vote, Boomer. But I'm not gonna lie; I'm a little offended that you're calling me a fifth man. No, yeah, that's, that's a third I mean. man. I, I think that's, that's crazy. Man. I was saying you're like Acosta, like that type of like third person. Dude, I haven't no. seen you play, play fast pitch in two years, so I don't know what the hell you're doing. Acosta is <laughs> his own entity. I last week when I was watching you guys play last year, and I was wondering why you were pitching on Sunday, and why they didn't go halves to lopes or lopes to halves in that game, because I would have thought you would have pitched. I, I didn't see a lot of the Saturday games, so I don't know who pitched all those games. Outside, I heard Bridge started one of them. So, like, I would have thought you would have pitched three games or something earlier on Saturday and then given it to Habs to give to Lopes or vice versa. That's what I thought you guys were going to do. So when I saw you pitching, I was like, oh, what's 
why is, well, I asked, I literally text Gary and Don's on our thing, and I'm like, why is Habs, why, why is Tui going now? Because I didn't know you had, like, blown up to that star level. Yo, he's him. I, I wasn't trying to disrespect you, I just didn't no, know. No, no, I, I understand, know. Him, but, yeah. like, I think. I feel that, like I've been a pretty good fucking pitcher for to cut to, like, to cut Tui off, I think last year we played the tournament as perfect as you can play it. In my opinion, we just straight up, we just lost a close game. Yeah, I gave up one homer to Deb. Yeah. I think we played that literally perfectly. Like, we had our guy with the spot. We lost a, what was the score? A 2-1? That was the final score? I think so, yeah. Yeah, we lost a 2-1 game to a really good team. The Canes are really good. They were one run away from being in the finals themselves. Like, we were I don't also- think we did we were also one hit away from tying it, and Tui hit a ball that tacoed in the air that we thought was in the I thought stand. that was gone, yeah. It was triple yeah, even before of- that, like, we had one of our crucial hitters, like, a guy who's come up this entire year with big hits, blow out his shoulder on Saturday before the, or even our last game. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. No, other, no other team had one of their best hitters, most crucial hitters, blow out their shoulder. And, like, I know people aren't considering Bridge like that, but, like, Bridge was coming up all day, all year with big hits for us, and he blew out his shoulder and was irrelevant. Like, he couldn't even swing a bat. Like, that's huge. Bridge, any update huge... on your uh, shoulder? Are you good to go this year? Or what's the I'm diagnosis? Good. So, I, I, I started working out again. I mean, I feel good. It's It's February, though. Think about how serious his injury was. The turn was in October when he got hurt. It's February and he's just starting to work out again. Like he was actually hurt, hurt. What was that? What was the MRI result? Was it a torn labrum, torn rotator cuff? What was? What was? It's partially torn. Partially torn. Yeah, that's a pretty big thing, especially if you're trying to hit a ball coming in at 95. Hey, we still be calm though. <laughs> <laughs> How's that kid doing, by the way? You guys, friends, enemies, both? Oh, we're fine. Okay. Probably the best way I can put it. No, there's no, <laughs> there's not, no. That's hate. not saying much. That's there's not no saying much. What's that? Same thing. Man, I haven't been here in two years, so I don't, I don't know all the drama and gossip that's gone on in the last two years. I rely on he you still guys. wants to beat us. He still wants to beat us every time he plays us. Why what's that? your Why not like what's your what's your thoughts on the whole Prentice beef with Lopes? Me? No beef. Yeah, I like there's some. I heard I heard that Lopes cut Prentice from their yard team. Cut Lopes, you want to talk about that? Cut is a little bit exaggerated. T- Lopes, why don't you tell everyone what happened? But we didn't cut Colin. We just. Parted way. From we, what I remember, Colin wanted to be the ace, pitch the big games in the yard. But I, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but I think most people would have felt that Lopes was the ace in yard. So it seemed like maybe there was some discrepancy over who should be pitching the big games, who's making those decisions. You know, you guys are all young guys on a team together, so it's not like a clear cut who's making the call yeah like it felt like there, like it wasn't working as a team more of like 
it was he wanted to take a game and if we even if we felt it wasn't a good matchup he'd just be like I'm pitching and it was very frustrating which is ironic because like obviously like from that I became the ace and this year at the open I was pitching like just not good at all and on Sunday Bridge became the ace and pitched us into the final four yeah, you guys went off this year in yard. People yeah. forget that you guys were in the final four with Coster. Yeah, and we actually played so bad Saturday too. Oh, we played. It may have been the worst day we have ever played. Bro, Saturday doesn't matter. You guys were in the final we, four. We played like ten games on Saturday. We're one of the last teams to make. One of the last two teams to get to Sunday, and then we played State of Mind for the fiftieth time. And you beat and, them. Well, yeah, they'd seen me a hundred times, including on Saturday. And I was like, well, Bridge, I'm not going to beat them. They know me. So Bridge just threw a million knuckleballs and we hit three home runs and we won. Did you have the, you had the knuckleball going, Bridge? Yeah, I had it pretty much all day. Um, oh, it was good. It was really nice. Remember when Ryan Wood was pissed two years ago because we, you kept walking him because he kept hitting home runs or someone kept walking him? Yeah. We played him again. Yeah, he started the game at two home runs, across three home runs across the street. And it's a team game. Like his team beat me and they couldn't. We ended up playing him yeah. twice at a New York event. <laughs> we played them twice at a New York event this year. Like we played them first game of the day. We beat them and then we played them again in the playoffs and we beat them again. And then we lost the finals. I've, I've honestly so. never understood that. Like people getting frustrated when you walk them. It's like, I've walked DNAP for like almost three years straight. <laughs> he was, Ryanwood was genuinely pissed and screaming That's at him. Like, not screaming at him, but he was like basically calling Lopes a pussy for not pitching to him. It's like, and you want to get mad at Lopes for having an actual smart decision? Like you've been hitting home runs into the parking lot off him. No, like, Habs, I threw three pitches. All three pitches were, one of them was, like, my best knuckleball. One of them was above his head, and one of them was on the ground. And he hit all three across the street. I was just like... Yeah, like, I'm not going to pitch to him. Like, I agree yeah, with like, you. Well, I mean, I took that one for you. I looked at him and said, I'm the one that told you to walk him. I'm like, get some better teammates than your family members, and maybe you'd get a pitch to see. And yeah, that it's like... Off. That, that pissed him off, and then here we go. There's been a couple times where I've faced DNAP and I've beaten them just because I walk DNAP every time. <laughs> it's like if I had pitched a DNAP, they probably would have won by four or five. But like, it's a smart, educated decision. Ryan Wood exactly. should take that as a compliment. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a sign of respect. It's not. Yeah, it's not disrespect. It sucks, obviously. But yeah. like, you got to do what you got to do to win. And he should know that too. Like you pick your teammates, man. You know, like yeah. You can't, can't walk anybody on the enemy because if you walk someone, the next person is just going to do the same thing. Exactly, and Ryan Wood could put himself on any team he wants to for the most part. Exactly. So you know, yeah. he chooses, so, he picks I, his team. So I don't know. Look in yeah. the mirror on that one. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. There's he, he. He. I don't think he was actually mad. I think he was just more frustrated in the moment that none of his team teammates were heading because. Ryan was a good guy. He wouldn't like. Oh, absolutely. oh yeah, no, absolutely. we were. He he was a dickhead to Lopes. I can tell you that right now. He was an asshole to oh, Lopes no. two years ago. Yeah. When I was there. Straight Lopes brings that upon himself. <laughs> I feel yeah, like I this, love the guy. Wasn't someone yelling at Lopes at UF two years ago? That was Maddie. 
What? Was it? No, it was. No, not at UWIS. That was at that was a, a yard event up in Mass. I'm sorry. No, that doesn't. Yeah, that, that was. Gary was. If Mass people, there. if Mass people are yelling at Mass people, it doesn't count. And if New York people are yelling at New York people, it doesn't count. It's only beef with like. Yeah, that's just that's just it is what it is. No, I swear Gary was screaming at someone for like talking shit to Lopes or something like that. Gary's always screaming at someone. I don't think it was me. I don't think he was saying shit. Was that? No, that was at UFs because when we were down like big to Dalby, he was on the bench like cheering us on, and someone walked by and was like, "Shut the fuck up, it's over." And he was like, (laughs) "Or whatever." And then we got close. We got it down to. We were down one. Like, I'd argue that was one of the best games of that entire tournament. It just wasn't on video. And we almost, we were literally just one hit away from winning that game. And we did. That was the final eight, right? No. Uh, 16. That was 16? Yeah. Yeah, 16. Yeah, I don't remember, but I heard it was a good game. We, that's when we lost. We got we got knocked out. We couldn't watch that game. We got knocked out by. Yeah, we lost to Black Dog. Yeah, we lost to we lost. To, you guys faced the winner of us, right? Yeah. 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 So we lost to Black Dog, and then they and then Dolby's team beat Black Dog. Yeah. In you another universe, to, it would have been High Rollers and Six Hundred Three. Yeah. Yeah, we were, all we were sitting there. We were sitting there watching the beginning of their game and watched Dolby take in a hundred and five mile an hour pitch by Jordan. Very far over the fence. I will say and though, I was watching that game and Jordan Bonet dropped off about thirty miles per hour from when he was throwing against us versus you guys, or not you guys versus Dolby. I believe it. That's the that's like the annoying thing about playing against Dolby is you have they don't give you any energy to build off of. Well, like I'm the sa- other teams. If the other team's, like, yelling and everything, like, you can build up, like, an energy to want to beat them and everything, but they say nothing. They're dead silent the entire time. I wasn't saying that. I think that Black Dog was burnt out by that point already. Well, yeah. When you... I think Bonet was throwing, like, he went... Dude, that first pitch he threw to me was the hardest pitch I've ever seen in the entire history of Wiffle Ball I've witnessed, and I've been playing Wiffle Ball for over a decade. Like, that was the hardest pitch I've ever seen throw. And Tui got a double that inning. And it was still, I guarantee, like, Tui could probably agree with me that that was the hardest pitch he's ever seen thrown. Oh, yeah. With that yeah, time, I mean, he, he was throwing, he throwing, so, fucking, he was he throwing so hard you could barely see the ball. And then by the... Me and Coster both doubled off in that inning, and then we didn't get shit the rest of the game. <laughs> he, yeah, he like... puts every ounce behind every pitch, and it is really hard. But by the time he was playing in that game versus in the Elite Eight versus um, the Whippets, he was throwing like way below what he was throwing versus us. He was still definitely throwing hard, uh, just probably not as hard. Way below is probably like. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I, it was way, way below. It was definitely still in the nineties. I don't know about that, dude. Definitely was. It was definitely still in the nineties, <laughs> because when he would, because you know, like he'll just like randomly throw, a, go try to throw like a high riser to make you chase, and he'll throw the ball a mile away. Uh, yeah, he did that a couple times, and he put it onto like the far field that's in like left field corner. See, I'm gonna uh, be honest. Throws, I don't think, I don't think he's doing that on purpose. I think he's trying to throw a high riser, and he just completely fails it. 
I don't know. I disagree with you. I think Jordan Bonet throws it as hard as he fucking can every single time, and that's how he pitches. I can also believe that, yeah. I don't think he I don't think he sizes up like I'm gonna throw a high riser here. I don't think he has like a D nap or two or like a pitcher's approach. I think he grabs the ball and is like, I'm gonna throw this shit as hard as I can and they can't hit it. Like I think that's how he pitches. And yeah, then when it's he gets like, like when you throw that hard, you kind of hit your spots by accident because you're just you're just throwing it. Yeah. When you throw that hard you can get away with it that a lot of the time but exactly yeah. i don't i don't think he was doing that like i'm gonna try to miss right above the zone i think he was starting to lose it like this is yeah. my personal opinion i'm wrong 80 percent of the time so take that with a grain of salt i hear it i kind of believe it. like agree with it in a sense it's just like i one last throw. question for you for before uh because i know we're at an hour it's the longest one we've ever done with no guests really besides local um, Lopes versus Bridge excuse me Lopes and Bridge versus Tui and Habs one golden game who wins we, it's not even fucking close we beat them by a murder yeah. <laughs> like literally not, not even close Lopes you know damn well in the back of your head falling asleep tonight you know damn well you guys wouldn't even no. stand a chance Gio back your boy up here no. Habs you just walk in 12 runs it doesn't matter I wouldn't even fucking pitch Buster it's a golden game you have to it's like you have to. You have to. And guess what? I throw medium pitch buster, and I still beat y'all with a big bat. All right. Well, I yeah. don't think I don't think that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think me and Habs. I love I've, you boys, but Lopes, Lopes, I've owned you for as long as you've been alive. I don't want to hear it. I don't even know when the last time you beat me was. Have. Okay, I'll send you a video right now. I, I literally have a clip. I literally have a clip. No, nope. I got one more question nope. for Lopes before nope. you guys argue nope. over this. <laughs> Lopes, I have a clip right not, here. One, the last time I beat Lopes, have have when you stop talking shit to Lopes for a second and let me ask him a question. Um, My fault. <laughs> Lopes, you cannot pick uh, Bridge for this. So, someone, anyone besides Bridge, one teammate for the rest of your life, who would it be? Can't pick Bridge. I know you'd pick Bridge, but you can't pick. Bridge. I love Habs, but it's too late. I already uh, did I this last week. I've wanted to play with I know, Tui for like on four week. years. I've wanted to play with Tui for like four years, and it finally happened. And he told me like, I think it was like a year and a half ago, two years ago. He's like, when you get older, you, me, Bridge, halves. Fast pitch. It's going to be great. I'm playing now with Sean Bingo. I've uh, taken Lopes under my wing since I thought his last name was Lopez. Rivera, <laughs> yes. That's funny. All right, anything else, you guys, before we get out of here? Well, yeah, I, don't, I, took, I don't know, man. You're, I took Lopes calls. deep. I took Lopes deep this ECW season twice before he signed me. So yeah, fuck you, Lopes, you buster. You did? <laughs> I pitched. Yes, you I took. Here? Yes, I took you. I took Don's deep, and then you came in, and then I took you deep, Aspergio. I have the video right here if you want to deny the video. Bridgio, back your boy up here. No, Hold I, up. I actually don't remember. Hold up. I don't think that happened this year. Okay. I got you. Don't worry. I'll send the video in. Don't worry. Hold on. You actually have video of this? Yeah, I got a video of me hitting a home run off of 
Dons, and then they take Dons out, and then they hit a home run off Lopes. Did you win this game? Yeah, dude. Shut the fuck up, Lopes. No, you didn't. No yes, shot. I did. Yes, it, we we won that game, and then we got shit stomped by a black dog in the finals. And then I'll blame that game on Coster. Nah, I'm looking at the stats. I never pitched against you. Yeah, because you did the stats. Obviously, you're not going to put your losses up there. <laughs> I would put I at least pitched the game. <laughs> Who does the stats for ECW? Me, and I didn't. All I, right, let, I, yeah, let, I yeah, never pitched let, against yeah, you. Yeah, let, Boomer, let's wrap it up. Hold up. Chewy was gonna blast me though. I, I, I wanna hear him. I wanna hear this. Boomer, let's wrap it up here. I don't I don't think I ever even hit against you this year. You no, don't I think. Have. I remember you hitting a home off Dons, but you didn't win that game. We definitely I also, I also wasn't there for that game. That was the day that I left. I had to leave early. Nah 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 nah. First right. off, where where where's Coster to back me up here? This has gone off the rails. I thought Coster was coming on here. Coster, where you at? He was I'm supposed to. I'm fighting for my life on here. Yeah, no, Habs. You literally played against us once this year, and I wasn't there. Shut up, Buster. I wasn't there. And you lost. I wasn't even trying, though. <laughs> yeah, no, because wow. they won that one. That was the one they beat. Black Dog in the final, and then you joined us. So when did I take Don's deep, and then you came in, and then I took you deep? That was two. That was two years ago. Damn, that you're actually right. I'm a buster. All right, let's log this off here. <laughs> oh let's God. let's log did this we off. Say before what he was gonna say before we go? Nah, 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 nah. No, 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 no. No, I don't know. I might log off myself. I'm so discredited <laughs> right now. <laughs> I shouldn't even be allowed to be on this podcast anymore. Now, now that's the fucking truth. <laughs> that's the ticket. <laughs> Boom! I just, I just can't believe in the same podcast you, you called me a fifth, and you, <laughs> you, you, a couple episodes ago called said Habs is going to be one of the top five players in the country, and now you're questioning if me and Habs <laughs> could be Lopes and Bridge. <laughs> so what do you think about me, Boomer? So you must think I am dog shit. So my last question was to just try and exactly what happened. Start a stiff shitstorm between Lopes and Habs. So that question went perfect. Um, <laughs> it couldn't have gone better. Couldn't have gone better. Can we all agree Lopes is a buster? I, I, I'll say this, though. Chewie, you are the reason that I do this podcast every week. So if I didn't like you, then I wouldn't be here. I guess I'll just go fuck myself then. Habs is, is trying to instill this thing called confidence in me. So when I get he's it, doing it this way, this is how he's installing okay. confidence in you. This is, this is what this it's have this way of doing. It. Is, is it why, helping? This is why Habs and Detroit Parks couldn't be teammates. <laughs> is it work though? Yeah, no. You feel I, like you're, you've gotten well, better. I don't. I don't plan on losing a game this year. So, that a boy. Yeah. Because of that's how my, Habs talks to you. That's my dog for real. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Habs here and Habs on the field are different. Well, see, this is why me and Habs are the perfect duo to have because we even each other out that's my dog <laughs> you know what Lopes Lopes I'm gonna take a shot for that That that's something here also Boomer I'll, I'll never forget when Dougie thought that you and me were actually cousins because we call each other that <laughs> yep. he thought that's how we ended up on the same team together yep 
that's awesome. That, still, yeah. And, and for anyone that doesn't know, that's why we call each other yes. cousins. Me, because me and Tui Dougie, are not actually cousins. <laughs> Dougie <laughs> thought that we were cousins out of left field for some reason. Yep. <laughs> can, Doug, can Dougie come on the podcast one day, or is he not old enough? I think he can. He's he's 18 now, right? Isn't, I don't mean it doesn't matter if he isn't. He can still probably come on the podcast. He's been vaping since he was 12, so he might as well be 18. <laughs> Dougie, if you want, if you want, to, guys want to bring him on, anyone can come on. I mean, we, I guess, right? I don't think there's an age restriction to podcasts, but maybe there is. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> I mean, when we're talking reckless like this, we probably shouldn't have a 14 year old like Dougie on. I agree. I agree. It's crazy considering we had no idea what we were going to do on this podcast, and we've gone for an hour The longest we've ever gone. The longest we've ever gone. It really doesn't seem that long either. I just kind of looked at it and was like, shit. What can I say? I can talk for a while. Why, you want to keep going? Tell me what you think, Bridge. Lopes, keep going. Well, Boom's got to ask questions. I, well, I didn't... First of all, I didn't have any questions prepared for tonight because I thought Gary was coming on. I thought we were good to go. <laughs> I thought Leahy was coming on. I thought they were gonna like they were talking all week, like they were basically gonna run the show. <clears throat> now they're not here. Now they're not here. Next week, Scott Oops. Thomas. So that'll be a good one for Habs. Another person. Yeah, I can't wait to have Scott. On. Can I ask Lopes one more question? You sure can. Lopes, who was in the wrong, Scott Thomas or Ben Stant? I wasn't there. We well, we're gonna have Scott talk about this next week for sure. We are. We are. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what happened. I just heard about it like months later. Me and Bridge, that was that was the hurricane year, right? Yeah. 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 No, we we were gone. As soon as you guys like, made the right started, call. yeah, as we were just like, it's either we're here till Tuesday or we leave now and go through a little bit of rain, which wasn't just a little bit of rain, but that sucked, right? That ride home. No, terrible. Yeah, you you guys made a really good call. Really it, good call. <laughs> It wasn't as bad as, like, like there was maybe, like, I mean, Bridge was driving, but from my perspective, it may have been, like, five minutes of just straight downpour and, like, one pool of flood. Dude, Whiffman lost the bumper on his car during that. Yeah, no, I don't think anything that horrendous happened to us. But. We were literally fighting demons trying to get back to our hotel that was four minutes away. <laughs> Well, I know getting out of New York was terrible. That's one of the worst driving experiences I've had in my life getting out of that. I mean, that it wasn't state. like completely terrible because obviously there was like no cars when we were leaving. It was like 12.30 in the morning and we got back at 4.30. But I think like the worst part for me and Bridge is we were in like Connecticut or Western Mass and Bridge is like, we need gas. And it was like 2.45, 3 o'clock in the morning. And we went on, like, a whole adventure through streets with no lights or anything, just trying to find a gas station. We eventually found one. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Yo, at least that was the worst. each other. Yeah, that, that was the worst part. Sounds cliche, that's but... That's scary, too. Yeah, it is. Yo, me, me, not to make this about myself, but me and Jimmy Flynn literally almost died on the way home from New York one time. When Jimmy, me and Jimmy were driving home, and Jimmy just like, you know, Jimmy, he doesn't stop talking. Oh, he's talking. He is talking the entire time. Like if we're driving somewhere, Jimmy's talking twenty four seven. He doesn't stop talking. We're driving home from New York. He's talking the first two and a half hours. Doesn't stop talking. 
all of a sudden just goes silent. I'm like, yo, yo, Jimmy, you good? He's like, yeah, that's it. And then 30 seconds later, veers off from the fast lane all the way across the highway, starts throwing up profusely. <laughs> Literally, we, I had to grab the wheel because he was like passing out behind the wheel. I barely got us to pull over. I was like, yo, step off the brake, step off the brake. <laughs> he finally gets off the brake and pulls over. We literally would have died. Jimmy would have died if I wasn't there. Like, not trying to make myself the hero, but you know I am. <laughs> it was. What was wrong with him? He probably smoked that runts and couldn't handle it. <laughs> no, I don't even know. It must have been the Chipotle we got at the rest stop or something. I don't know. He was. He was literally like he must have had sun poisoning or something. But like this kid literally like sun if, poisoning. I don't know, dude. You know Jamie. He doesn't stop talking. I'm talk. I'm like this man went mute. Like he couldn't even form words anymore, and then just started throwing up like profusely. Like it's it a good just, thing you weren't asleep or something. Yeah. D- well, dude, I was like, I was about to fall asleep, and then I was like, why is it so quiet? Like, why is Jimmy not talking? It was crazy. Thank well, God you're okay. Anyway, to bring it back to kind of finish the, the show up, we'll definitely have Scott talk about that situation next year or next yes. week. But I will say I played with Scott for, I think, three years. And while he can definitely be a hothead, I never saw him get mad on the field without reason. So I wasn't there. I don't know what happened, but I would guess that he probably had a reason to go off like that so i guess we'll find out next week. i mean there there had to be a reason like he would never like obviously like i haven't played against scott a million times but he's gotten mad at me but obviously it never gets physical or anything listen i was there something i was there i think scott's in the wrong i can't wait until next week yeah i mean it probably could be a thing like it was just so so much like an intense moment kind of thing like they were sure that played a role I think, I don't really know all the history, but it might have been the closest Scott's been to, like, the national final and everything, so. I know he's made a final four before, I think, with the runs, like a Cinderella mm-hmm. story type year. Yeah. Well, I, I think I this is definitely, like, a Cinderella story. I will say this, your guys' generation, and obviously I'm in a different generation, is, I don't know if arrogant is the right word to describe some, some of you, not all of you. But sometimes you guys say things or come across and you don't have the most respect for in the world, or at least it doesn't come off like you do. And us older folks, man, that pisses us off. So um, I know that had a little something to do with what happened with Scott. Tanya yeah, Williams. but like, Boomer, to play the devil's advocate here, like if Scott had pushed me to the ground and shoved me to the ground, like that's one thing because I was probably talking crazy shit. Like Stamp and him were just arguing about like if it was fair or foul. So I heard a little different version that was a lot more than just that. So yeah, I, that's also what I've heard. Yeah, I was literally I there. Like, I can I promise played, you it wasn't I, just... I you played the winner of that Flynn, game. You thought him and Jimmy Flynn got after it, and you were laughing because you thought he just called him a bitch, and that's not at all what happened when he almost killed Jimmy Flynn. So I, like, Is calling someone a bitch and calling someone an F, is it that much different? Yes. Yes, it is. To someone Big like time. Scott to Thomas, me? too? To yes, me? Yep. 
to me, calling someone a bitch is much worse than calling someone that other word. Not to not to an old school man. Not not like same thing. You call me a bitch, I wouldn't care. You call me an F and F, which is what Jimmy did with a with a passion for it. Like oh, I yeah. would have to. I I would have. I'm surprised Scott Thomas didn't. Pop but you weren't right there. Now. You weren't there, Boomer. I, I, I was there. I was in the field right, right next you, to him. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, Habs is talking about Nationals, not the Roughnecks. Oh, I was oh, talking. Oh, oh. I'm talking. Yeah, exactly. Like. He, there's no way he did it with that much passion. Dude, but if but, it was just about fair or foul, there's no chance Scott throws someone no. down to the ground. Yeah, dude, that. I swear to God, Scott's going to come on here next week and he's going to be the first to admit to you guys that he was completely wrong. <laughs> I highly I, I can promise that. you that's not happening. Okay, <laughs> all right. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. All right, tune in next week. Wokes, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for coming. It was very. All right, see, see you guys. All right, bye. See ya.